Hello, you're listening to the Mr. Money Jar podcast. Mr. Money Jar here. This episode is taken from an Instagram live and has been uploaded in its entirety. This means that some of what you hear may seem odd in an audio format. For example, there might be references to questions that appeared during the live, plus some audience interaction, and very rarely some swearing or audio mishaps. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. The Mr. Money Jar Show. Today we're going to be joined by Charlotte Jessup, the founder of Looking After Your Pennies, and we're going to be talking about a phenomenon that's been affecting both of us and a number of financial content creators over the past um, year, and that is uh, social media scams. Um, I can remember about a year ago I was contacted by a follower of my page letting me know that someone who was pretending to be me was trying to sell them um, like a crypto trading course or trying to help them make money in crypto. And my page has been duplicated several times since then. It's also happened to Charlotte and, and happened to quite a few of um, the other people in the financial content creation space as well. So today we're going to talk about social media scams, how to spot them and um, yeah, what, what more can be done about it. That's in- she has just requested to join. Hey, Charlotte. Hello. How are you this glorious day? Hello. Yeah, I am not too bad. It is sunny. It is warm-ish. So it's about all I ask for these days. <laughs> awesome stuff. Thank you so much for joining for episode 99 of the show and your second time on. It's really good. Yeah, I know. I've been meaning to do this for a while, but... Um, Tuesdays have not been good for me. So when I saw the opportunity to come on a different day, I was like, take me, I'll have it. I'll take that slot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, do introduce yourself to everyone who might not know who you are and let us know what you do. Uh, Yeah, so I'm Charlotte. I run the account Looking After Your Pennies. Um, I started that back in 2018. Um, And yeah, I I kind of, my background was as a maths teacher. So I've kind of... um, branded myself in this finance space as a a financial educator um and yeah i guess i try and teach people how money works so that they can make you know the right choices for them about their finances awesome stuff how long have you been doing this for now yeah i started it's um my website i launched i think at the end of march in 2018 so it's just over four years now. Um, and I remember those early days of like, um, just create that learning WordPress and just sitting there like in the dark trying to figure things out. Yeah. Um, and, and now that, that seems like it's the easy bit and uh, figuring out how to get people on Instagram and TikTok to see my content is the challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also good to see life with um, Nadine in the comments. Um, uh, they've joined the last few lives. So really great to have you back again this evening. Yeah, so let's talk about social media scams. So you've you've been doing this for four years, just about. I got started in 2019, so a year after you. Um, Did you notice, uh, would you say that there was a prevalence of social media scams when you first got started? Or is that something that you've noticed more recently? Um, it's weird. I think I remember it was probably in my first year of running Looking After Your Pennies um, that 
I actually had my website copied, <laughs> my whole website, which was uh, a thing that people were nervous of at that time. That seems to have died down. I think there's a lot more like systems and, and protections for websites these days. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a thing for a while. Um, and I guess the social media thing, like as, as it's become more popular, um, we have more content creators, more people who are using the platform as a business, I suppose. Um, we're then seeing people trying to yeah impersonate them and use it for bad things um so i think it's definitely something i've seen more of and i don't know whether that's just because i've seen an increase in uh, you know my own audience and things like that that i've become more desirable um to these scammers <laughs> in terms of they're able to reach more people through my use of my name and my my likeness um but yeah it's it's definitely more of a concern and we seem to be dealing with it you know like uh, we you know we're both in a group together and it, it feels like it's like every day that somebody's going oh there's another one that's been copied and um, so it's a real issue and you know like it's not just from the point of view of you know, our audiences being scammed right you know like there's an element of like this is our you know intellectual property you know this is our content that we've created um and it's so easy for people to take that and put it on their own pages or whatever so yeah lots of concerns um yeah so the group that we're both in definitely at least um once or twice a week someone has been um someone's page has been copied in some way yeah or someone you know someone's followers have been messaged by the duplicate page asking yeah. us to send money to a website or something like that. And then of course you have the huge amount of time that it then takes. So people like uh, our audiences, our followers are very rightly like very helpful and will message us and say, mm -hmm. do you know that the new page has popped up that someone is messaging me? But when you take tens of thousands of followers even a small percentage of that equates to hundreds of DMs, like yeah. time being spent trying to let people know you post something to like grid or to stories and then only a portion of people see it and that sort of thing. Um, so my, for people who maybe don't think that this is that much of a big deal, why is this concerning for people? Yeah, I th so I think particularly in the work that we do, because we're talking about you know money and finance and, and things like this a lot, and they are capitalising on this. You know, if I was you know a, a beauty blogger, then suddenly I reached out and asked somebody to invest in this course that's going to make the money, it wouldn't seem like the, it would feel unnatural. But because we're there and we are talking, you know, potentially about investments and, you know, trading and crypto, you know, some of these concepts, there's, it's, it's leveraging that trust to kind of get our audiences um, to, to sign up to these things that are essentially just nonsense. Um, so I think it's, you know, that, that element, of it concerns you know myself and the community that we exist in because it it corrodes some of that trust that we have with our audience and it and it and i think you know that's that's something that i know that you and i have both worked hard uh, to establish you know we have our own sort of you know set of ethics and moral compass around the content that we produce and the sorts of people that we work with and the things that we promote the things that we don't promote and um, so when people come out and they 
use our name and you know use our images to try and scam people that's that, that's a, that's a real concern um and also like i don't want anybody that follows me to you know they're following me for a reason and it's normally because they want to improve their financial situation um and then if somebody comes out of you know out of nowhere copies my profile and then takes 500 quid of their money um that's not put them in a better place and you know they they've started following me for the exact opposite reason yeah i'm just going to put a question to the people listening mm. to this to the viewers mm. um if you are a financial content creator and you're watching this has your page been duplicated if you are a follower of a financial page have you been co um contacted by a duplicate page of um someone else's um did did you for want of a better phrase did you fall for it or was it quite easy to see that it was a, a duplicate page? In the case of me, I have been very, very surprised at the sophistication of some of these. Um, yes. All of my posts will have been copied, my profile picture, even like my stories, my story highlights. I started to put um, like my handle at the end of um, my captions and I noticed yeah. that they started to scrub that handle from the end of, of captions. Yeah. It's, it doesn't seem to be fully automated. There seems to be some sort of human intervention taking place there mm. as well. Frugal Spender, great to see you, mate. Um, previous guest on the show. And um, yes, I currently have 15 fake TikTok accounts actively messaging people. Yeah, and yeah. Frugal Spender has got a huge TikTok um, following. Mm. Um, Charlotte, thinking about um, the, scam, the social media scams, yeah. but scams more broadly, what type of characteristics do they take on? Um, do you notice any common themes or any common threads um, around how scammers like to work? Yeah, so they, they prey on your own vulnerability and your own yeah, needs and desires. So generally, you know, the ones we've seen on social media and the ones that we have, that we see in other spaces, it's, I have like my email junk folder, you know, like that spam folder, you know, you go through it and it's this like, oh, you've won this or, you know, a warning, you know, you are in trouble with this, you know, it, it's, it's tapping into either the, the part of you that wants to feel something good or the part of you that wants to avoid feeling something bad. Um, so, and, and they, they can all pretty much be, slot into one of those two things you're like you've won this or here's a here's a scheme here's a thing you can do where you can make lots of money or you're like in trouble you know i've had lots recently of the um you've been a victim of uh you know you've committed copyright infringement on instagram for example um lots of these emails and you know there, there was one that was you know pretty good the other day where it came through and it was like i think it was um you know it was help at and it looked like instagram com or something like that um but actually uh, the i of instagram was a lowercase l so it looked like it had been um you know it, was a, it looked like a capital i but it wasn't and you know and i i recognized that scam you know straight away so i was like looking for the you know like 
what where are the telltale signs in this you know that if i was to share this with somebody else they would recognize this um but yeah it's it, they fall into those two categories it's 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 preying on it something you know like you want something or you're trying to avoid you know a negative um experience and and you know the, it's the same with people that you know do these dodgy phone calls it's the same with emails it's the same with um you know the the con artists you see on the street that you know do these tricks when you're on holiday and try and get your money it's because you think you you can win you think there's you know a positive outcome um to be had so yeah it's 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 the, it's the same things um in terms of recognizing these things it's the, the the key is in the details um you know if it's if something sounds too good to be true it probably is that's that's the thing um and if if you know if something sounds bad but you know like the police aren't going to email you and tell you you've done something bad <laughs> that's not that's not how it works or hmrc pardon or hmrc for that matter yeah exactly you know if there's something that's gone on you're going to get something official and if you are ever in any doubt find like an like go onto their main website you know don't click anything that's come through an email you know even on a letter don't use those contact details do your own research and go through these you know the the official websites whatever it is to find a contact number and check this information um that's normally like the, the main thing that you can do is if you if you are not entirely convinced um you know one way or the other then find an alternative number find the you know the main number ring that and, and question it but yeah lots of you know particularly the emails oh yeah no i just wanted to say i strongly agree with that point um something i like to do is when i'm called like this could be anyone this could be a utilities provider my bank um i actually say thank you for calling me can can you give me a number to call you back on and, and yeah. that works because yeah. I'm not going to take any chances with like, you know, people call you up and then they start asking you for security details. I always try and initiate the, uh, the conversation myself because uh, you, you picked up on two things. There's this kind of, um, you want something good. Uh, so, uh, your approach with something that's either sounds amazing or is terrible. There's an element of time pressure there, but a lot of scams are like inbound. You know, it yes. starts off that text message, that phone call, that email to you. And then you're led down this path of like, uh, you know, like, okay, do this thing and then do this thing. Click and here, enter this, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a question. What if they say, oh, if you give us the time you are free, we will call you back. Um, for me personally, that is, that is okay. Because that's like a conversation I've had with someone mm. and then that is, and then the kind of will call you back at a certain time is almost like a part two to that, particularly if the call comes in at the exact time when they say they are going to call. Mm. Um, but I'm talking about like when you just get a call out of the blue and then they start asking you stuff, I'll always try to reroute it and try to initiate. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, in that situation, if they're, if they're hesitant to give you like a... A, you know a contact name or a contact number uh, because most places if they're calling from a call center it will be like oh yeah this is our you know this is our unit this is my team leader this is this you can ask for that information you know so if they ring up and say they're from your utility company or your bank you're like oh can i have your details you know who's your team leader 
you know um what what team are you working on um you're like you know what i'm busy right now drop me a number and i always use my kids my kids are a great excuse like oh i'm up to my eyeballs and kids stuff like <laughs> you know uh, you know they're yeah. like when can i call you back like uh never like no. i'll call you when i'm free so that that that, that is a good one and, and it does work i um thank you to all the follows as well um uh from the like listeners seen quite a few people start following um the page make sure you give charlotte a follow as well too if you're enjoying today's conversation um so yeah we've talked about scams um kind of social media scams the form that scams take more broadly if someone um, who's watching this is unsure about uh, an individual or an organization um, or has indeed like fallen victim to a scam what kind mm. of routes and avenues are there for them yeah so I think if you're if you're in the position you know and if, we, if we're talking talking about these social media scams you know for now and then we'll I'll talk more in a minute about the other things you can do um yeah. I would say if you're getting one of these messages and you're not sure, the the, the main way and I, um, sometimes the only way you can check if we if it's if it's us is um, to look at the handle. Okay, is to look at our Instagram handle. So I'm at looking after your pennies, and they will use every sort of like trick. You know, there might be a triple triple O or something like that in looking, or you know, like a double I, or you know, just miss you know a letter out and um, so look for those like tiny tiny details in in the handles because most of the rest of the accounts will be identical they'll use our pictures they'll use our bios post stories so that's that's the first thing to look for um and then you can reach out to us you know like if you see this difference you can go is this you is this another account or whatever and we can you know confirm or deny i only have one account i ain't got time to run multiple ones it's just not happening <laughs> and you know what all of this stuff has actually put me off having more than one account now yeah um i'm just gonna stick with the one account and um i also um i don't know if you've adopted this uh principle charlotte but i don't dm people anymore I, I only reply if only people reply. message yeah. me. Yeah. I'll never just DMs or like very, very, like if I know the person personally, yeah. then maybe, but I 99% of the time will not DM people because it's just not a safe medium anymore. No, exactly. I will, you know, um, if, if, you know, if I'm having a conversation, maybe in like, um, you know, in the, in the comments under a post, I will encourage that person to message me rather yeah. than yes. you know me going to them yeah. um so yeah so that's the thing if you're then sort of like being led down this this route and you you know you maybe fall victim to this you need to you need to report this, this is essentially this is a crime you know i'm not i'm not going to sit here and say i 100 know how that procedure goes but you need you need to make authorities aware of that and then report it to the likes of action fraud um because this is uh you know this is something that they they are aware of they will chase and you know these particular people may already be known to them you know they may have like a ip flag or something like that um that allows them to, to trace this the unfortunate thing is i would find it highly unlikely that that money that you part with is recoverable in any way um so i you know i think you need to be certain that any money that you're parting with and you know and i think that actually you know and this is something that we, we're working on is getting the 
social media platforms themselves to be more proactive about protecting their users um but just uh, you know i would like don't don't part with that you know if i i have things that i sell you know like courses and you know memberships and things like that all of that goes through an official payment system there is no like transfer me your bank account details it is you know you can see I have a limited company, all the details are on my website, you can check all these things, you can do it through PayPal, you know, it's all of the systems are there to protect you. Those people will probably just ask for a bank transfer. <laughs> yeah, um, and as you were talking, this thought just came to me, um, <clears throat> it's kind of an analogy. I kind of feel like um, if you're on social media and someone sends you a DM, it's almost like being on the street and someone just starts talking to you yes. um, and you need to treat it just like that. You know, it's a stranger talking to you, you're outside and they come up to you and go, hello there, which is literally what these scammers say. <laughs> all that setup, like all that like effort. And then it's like, hi, like yeah. no one ever says <laughs> that. However, if you go, um, to Charlotte's website, that is like going into Charlotte's shop. And yeah. there's going to be a cash register in that shop, there's going to be stuff on the shelves. And Charlotte will possibly be there behind the till like speaking like <laughs> yeah. human being. Um, so you kind of need to I yeah, like there's kind of real world equivalence, but it becomes very yeah. difficult to see the differences when you're online. Absolutely, absolutely. And these people are like, putting so much effort in to replicate us in, in some way. And it's, it's just, oh, it's hard work. It's exhausting because, you know, we've got, we're trying to help people with their money and there's a whole load of like firefighting going on just to make sure that people aren't getting screwed over by these people who are, you know, just scamming them and trying to, trying to take your money. Uh, so yeah, so we, we've talked about um, like what, what people can do if they fall prey to a scam. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love to get your take on um, kind of our relationship to the platforms that we use. We, we run our businesses on these platforms, be it Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Mm. Um, but there's, for a lot of social media platforms, there's no account manager, there's no kind of person you can speak to, not even like a telephone number or email address a lot of the time, yeah. just kind of online forms. So, um, I mean, you, you'll know what I mean when I say the shadow about giving too much of our like future plans away. Uh, do yeah. you have a sense of like what, of, of like what you'd expect from the platforms or things that they could improve upon at the moment because last thing I want to do is like, I, I can't as a person who runs a social media business be like slagging off social media platforms yeah. um you know with all without all the abandon I think that that yeah. would be a contradiction but things can always be improved right yeah absolutely and you know I think what what like COVID, let's give COVID as an example. So you say COVID, you write COVID on like any post on like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. And as a result of, you know, all the misinformation that was coming out during, you know, particularly the height of the pandemic, these platforms were able to put warnings on any post that mentioned these things. And yet, you know, why, why is there not like a post in the DMs that just says, you know, like, 
you know, just a little reminder, like you get when you're trying to like make a payment on your bank account. Why can there just be a thing like, oh, you know, th th this is the first time this person's messaged you. You know, just could you, you know, could this be a scam? Could this be, you know, fraudulent activity? Literally something like that that plants that seed into the heads of, you know, <laughs> the, the users of the platform. I think would that just that make is such a difference. I think that that is a fantastic idea, Charlotte, and it could be as simple as if a page messages you for the first time, it's accompanied by like a little disclaimer saying, this is the first time that you've been messaged yeah. by this page. And that will Im immediately trigger in you a thing of like, what, how's this, this can't be the first message I've received from this page. Cause it's not always clear. There's a really interesting thing yeah. um, in Instagram specifically, where I think like you don't see the handle in the in the ui when you're speaking to people yeah you see the page name and the page name can be identical to the duplicated page yeah yeah absolutely and i think if there was just that that warning there or um like or, or even just like if this person you know like this account was a, like created you know three days ago you know or something like that yeah. you know, like if uh, yeah you know, yeah just the, those sorts of triggers that would you, the, know. that would you know simulate that yeah no i think again really good suggestion um you know on whatsapp you have just underneath the name of the person you're speaking to the last scene in whatsapp groups you're able to look at when the group was created so why not have a yes. thing on the screen saying when the, how old the account is been a member of such and such platform since yeah, day, month, year. Yeah, yeah and, and, and I think that would just trigger people to think, oh, that's the sound sound, right? Like, I thought I'd been following, you know, looking after your pennies for two years. <laughs> like, why, yeah. why does it say there's only been created in the last three days or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, things like that would, would really go a long way, I think, to combating some of these issues that we specifically are having on these platforms. Like, I am not against social media, just like you, Timmy, I've like, you know, I've built a business off the back of them. And, you know, I'm not looking to make an enemy. What I am looking to do is build safer systems that we can all exist on um, and, and continue to enjoy like, the education and the entertainment that they provide, but in a safer environment. Absolutely. Um... I think last week or the week before, I did a post on um, on LinkedIn where I talked about some of the like regulation that's coming um, to for around uh, like influencer content, particularly content that promotes investments. So you left a really insightful comment under that, which is that yep. you'd like to see more regulation, but it needs to be inclusive regulation. It can't yeah. shut people out because the work we do actually broadens the audience. Um, and brings people into the money conversation um, that otherwise that that previously had been cut out of it. What's up, working class investor? Thanks for uh, joining <laughs> the live. Um, and we were talking before this live around like verification um, yeah. of pages as a potential solution to like knowing which page is genuine and which page isn't. But um, do you think that? Uh, this might sound like a prescriptive question to the uh, yeah. the listeners, but like you'll know where I'm coming from. Do you think that verification might legitimize um, content that isn't necessarily compliant or or like legit? Yeah, it, it's 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 a hard one, isn't it? Um, and I 
was asked this question earlier in the week um and things will transpire <laughs> like later on around this but i was asked this question and the case that i put um around this was in the case of kim kardashian who was yeah. obviously blue ticked and was involved herself in a crypto like perpetuating a crypto scam so you know she is not going to lose her blue ticket as a result of that you know there's not going to be you know that doesn't change her personal authenticity um we, what we do is we criticize the action so i don't think there is anything wrong with giving the likes of you know you and i to me this this blue tick um i feel that it's actually it's separate from the the case of regulation um and you know like yes we you know we can have a different conversation about whether or not influencers should be regulated um and you know whether that you know what that looks like but actually you know i i stand here and i i am obviously you know like i am me i have a you know i've been running looking after your pennies for four years um i you know, I have a limited company that's in the same name, you know, all of these things, you know, make me, you know, a brand, you know, if I was, say, running, the, you know, another sector of financial services, um, you know, it, you know, an app or something like that, you know, they seem to get verification fairly easily for being, you know, a brand or a company. I think if I started to spend significant amounts of money on um, advertising on these platforms, I would probably get my blue tick a lot quicker. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Um, there, it doesn't seem to be clear what the criteria are for yeah. being blue ticked or like what the thresholds are. Um, yeah. So yeah, it can. You it is uh, tempting to take that kind of cynical view of is it? Is there something in it for the platform as well? I, um, yeah, and you know, I, I'm not saying that. I just think you know they would they would want to then actively encourage people, um, or you know they you you'd be considered a you know a better you know a well known brand in their eyes if you had the funds to pay for the advertising. But yeah, as a small no. business owner, I'm no less legitimate than the big business owners, if that makes sense. I'm just doing everything on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah. And actually, there is there is legitimacy to your point, Charlotte, because as you and I both know, if you do a piece of branded content and you put the ad, the ad hashtag on it, um, which essentially means you're getting paid to do something and, and Instagram's not taking a cut, the amount of people who see that post is significantly less. Yeah, um, absolutely. So there is there is something going on, like under the hood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Which is, is, is ridiculous because you know the, you have to sit there and think a lot of the work we do encourages people onto these platforms, uh, and yet yeah. the support that is available to you know content creators in terms of you know making it you know uh, you know a monetizable space, uh, you know a safe space for both you know creators and users, um, there just seems to be you know there's a trick being missed here by the likes of you know Meta, but also other platforms like YouTube and, and TikTok as well. Yeah, um, oh, something you were saying was gonna. I was. I had another. I had another question for you. Um, no, no, that's it. That's it. It was around verification. So mm -hmm. I am of the opinion that um, social media platforms have got it all wrong when it comes to verification. Yeah, I think that everyone should be verified by default. I think that the sign up process 
should result in you having a profile that says that you are who you say you are and that there should be a minority of people who are not verified because they've and just... And they're the shady ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And their, their like profile picture should be grey or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, now, when um, we had a lot of the kind of uh, abuse being thrown at like um, like Rashford and, and Saka and stuff during the Euros last year, yeah. I was speaking to a friend and one of the things I said was that maybe you should have to give some sort of government ID to be able to make a social media profile. Mm -hmm. This friend then very rightly countered that this would, um, this is not a very inclusive step and that yeah. it would lock some people out of using social media. Um, but I still think there is something around, like it, it just seems bizarre to me that any person off the street could create a social media profile and then be hurling abuse at Barack Obama five minutes later, like just like acting yeah. him over and over again. That just, I don't know why I used him as an example, but like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it just kind of strikes me as a bit bizarre. Mm -hmm. There are certain financial services you can sign up to without needing um, kind of official documentation. Um, basic bank accounts, for example, come to mind. So it's, do you still mm -hmm. think that the, the sign up process and just the ability to create an account that looks exactly like someone else's who's been building a business for four years. I think we're missing a trick there too. What do you think? Yeah, and and I, you know, I think I don't really know what I need to do because I I have a little reminder that goes off every thirty days that reminds me to apply for verification on Instagram. And you know, you probably know to me that I I work quite hard on my kind of PR side of things. No, and, you're you know, yeah, and and you know, like I I think every thirty days. Um, and, you know, and in case people don't know, you can apply for verification. You have to send some sort of proof of who you are. So I'm usually sending um, my articles of incorporation for my company. Um, I um, then you then have to give reason why you are well known or like worthy <laughs> of the of the blue tick. And so I'm finding myself submitting almost a different set of things every time because you know, like I've I've been in a different newspaper or I've been on a different. TV program or radio show or something like this. I have a different set of things to submit every 30 days. So at this point, they probably have 30, 40 links to stuff that I have been in on, you know, mentions of my business or, you know, my person. Um, and it, that that's not enough. Um, so you have to question where, you know, at what point does it become enough? Like what, what do I have to do? Is there, is it literally a numbers game and you know, the numbers on that? Yeah. Um, and I'll just make one final point um, uh, before uh, we yeah bring it back to like scams. Yeah. We're sort of have, like, I, I don't want to like rant at the social platforms. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think something else that's interesting um to me is over the weekend i watched elon musk's uh, most recent ted talk and um he has just recently offered to buy twitter wholesale and one of the mm. things he says he, i'm sure he has his own personal aims and ambitions for it <laughs> but one of the things he said he wanted to do was to open source the algorithm and clean up a lot of the bots on the platform and that just made me think about like algorithms and like the information we see and like how that reaches us. They're actually really, really powerful. Like we've seen 
um, social media algorithms like dictate the course of uh, presidential elections and like with COVID, yeah. with like the vaccination stuff and so on. And I do think the final thing I'd say about social media platforms is right now everything is kind of hidden and under the hood. I wonder if the next shift for social media platforms would be to have a more transparent, more kind of open, this is how this platform works yeah. type of approach. I, you know, I'm not pretending I understand this in any way, um, but you know, the, there was the whole Web3 you know, thing, you know, uh, and, and that I think is a, a lot about taking more ownership back to you know, having having more control over your your social media space. Like I say, I do not understand it, but it sounded exciting. Uh, so it would be interesting. <laughs> to see. It's just like, oh yeah, Web three. That's us, but the Web two. I'll get one. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. but yeah, no. So it'd be interesting to see how that unfolds going forwards. And also, you know, the the use of you know blockchain and and that sort of technology in in terms of security and things on on social platforms could be something that we see more of in the future yeah i don't even think it needs to it needs to be as like uh, complex as like the web three thing just yeah. we all know that feeling of like wanting to buy a gift for someone going on the website once and then the yeah. ads like, follow you around the internet until the end of eternity and stuff i, think I love doing that thing where you can look at what google thinks it knows about you yeah 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 <laughs> and you're like Google doesn't know I've got kids. Like, how yeah. did that happen? Yeah, like, I'll tell you something though. Google definitely knows I'm black because oh, really? all, of my, all of my ads have black people in them. I know this because when Jenny watches stuff, it's like a completely different <laughs> wow. corner of That's... the internet. How does it know that? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> yeah. The way you interact. <laughs> with yeah. things this is why we know. need to open up the algorithms. Absolutely, um, <laughs> we want to see what it's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, just coming back to the, the concept of scams then, are there any closing remarks you want to make around um, like social media scams, how to spot them, potential solutions, um, things you'd like to see being done differently going forward? Because I think you've, you've, you've given some really, really good ideas um, on this live around just really simple tweaks that could make social media safer for content creators and for users. So any, any, any additional thoughts? Yeah, so I would just say, if you're a user on this platform, just be on like high alert for these sorts of scams. If you're getting a DM from, you know, uh, an account that you follow, just take a minute to double check, you know, is this the sort of thing that they you know, normally do? Or have they been posting story after story for the last, you know, year about, duplicate accounts um and even if it's the first time it's happened from someone you follow doesn't mean that it's you know it's them you know it, it could be a scam so just be on high alert for it and yeah i would love to see social media platforms or any platform which you know these scams can happen just have a little warning about these things you know it could even just be like a keyword thing if somebody mentions you know trading you know just put like could this be a scam could this be you know could you be being misled or something like that just to trigger you know that plant that seed in people's minds um i think there is plenty more that these platforms could do to keep people safe and i would love to see some of those things put in action or if you know they're magically watching um <laughs> give me a ring and i'll have a chat 
because uh, I would love to uh, chew the likes of um, Facebook and Instagram's ear off about this and share some of my ideas. Yeah, well, I think that conversation is going to happen, Charlotte. Sorry, I just had to move because mm -hmm. basically this um, this bookshelf is on its last legs. It's actually <laughs> being, being held up by two 10-kilogram dumbbells that are on the floor. And if I remove them, it will fall over. So I'm actually leaning back on it. So I was going to... I was going to compliment your backdrop and say it looked it looked very smart, whereas mine's just like my bedroom door. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, like oh, it's small house problems, but um, yeah. Oh, now I know it's just sort of you know held up with blue tack and dumbbells. Um, I'll uh, yeah, I'll, um, take, I'll, I'll withdraw my compliment. Legit, <laughs> like almost had a panic attack, but it's fine. I'm not leaving. <laughs> We're about to witness, you know, like a, a pile of books falling on your Books head. just like great, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, thank you so much, um, Charlotte, for coming on the show for a second time. Um, well, thanks for having me. Always enjoy speaking to you. Before we wrap up, is there anyone you want to shout out or anything you want to plug? Come follow me. I'm always putting content out. I don't need to plug anything. If you come follow my account, then uh, you'll see what I can offer and the, the things that I do. And I think uh, if you if you follow Mr. Money Jar, uh, I think we've got a lot of common ground in the sort of content that we are we're putting out there. So uh, yeah, it won't be that far removed from what you're used to. Awesome, awesome stuff. Thank you, Charlotte, for coming on and talking. Hey, thanks for having me. Media <laughs> scams today. Thank you to everyone who tuned in um, on this like very glorious day. I hope you have really um, lovely evenings ahead. We'll be back for episode 100 of the <laughs> Mr. Money Jar Show next week, Tuesday. Um, I'll also have an update about what's going to be happening with the show from episode um, like 101. Um, I do feel that your 100th episode needs to be a black tie event. Like, I feel like you need to dress up for that. Like, I want to, I want to see you go fancy. I want you know, like tie share. Okay. Yeah, no, why, why, yeah, why not? Like, you'll be alive. Throwing down that like, gauntlet, like, let's fancy this 100th episode up and uh, yeah, give why, people why an extra incentive to tune in. <laughs> why not start for it? Yeah, that's, I think that's a great idea. I hadn't considered doing that. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday at 6.30. Um, so, until then, everyone, take care and enjoy the sunshine. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>